the beginning of a new series for this month of July. Uh, those who are socially media inclined, uh, you can help me proclaim this message. That would be your challenge and your charge for this month of July. It's to send out hashtags on how to follow Jesus. Uh, so you can hashtag, get out your phone and send out a message, talk about how you follow Jesus. And the challenge is for you as you daily post and put in, you need to put a hashtag, how you following Jesus today, how you're trusting him, how you're being a good disciple. So the first part of how we can follow Jesus is we need to get up for Jesus. Uh, one of my, my favorite artists, you know, is, is James Brown. Yeah. And James Brown got a song. He said, everybody over here, get on up. Everybody right there, get into it. Get involved. Get involved. And basically, he's trying to say that get on up. Then you got a, another artist that I like to know. He played another song from I like to dance. We called the Atomic Dog. But the Parliament got a song, get up for the downstroke. Everybody get up. And see, now, if, if you went to a black college campus, the band would be playing, burn up. Everybody would get up, and they would be dancing with the band. And then there's another hip hop song that came out that says, "Get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by." And so here it is that people know what it means to get up, but are we getting up for Jesus? We'll get up for a song. That's my jam. We'll get up for a celebrity if they come into town. But do we get up for Jesus? Uh, think about how we know many people we will see on our way home from church. They got up to wash their car. They got up to cut their grass. But they didn't get up to go to church. It makes you kind of wonder why they couldn't get up for Jesus. And, and, and it might be because they don't know what we know. That he is worth getting up for. When you know that he's worth getting up for because you got a testimony. You, you can tell what he's done for you. You can tell somebody your life's been changed because of what Jesus has done in your life. That's why when it's time to get up for Jesus, you, are, you get excited to get up for Jesus. Here it is that how oftentimes we get up. Think about how we get up for other things. You go to a high school game, and it's your team is the home team, and they play their fight song. You get up for the fight song, anticipating for the team to come running out onto the field, onto the court. You get up. But yet, when it comes to church, and you hear God's fight songs being played, some praise and worship, you don't want to get up. You're quiet on me. I must hear the note right there, Brother Jay. I must hear the note right there. Now, I didn't come here for a pastor to talk about me. My leg was hurting. I didn't want to get up at this moment and this time. He don't know what it took for me to get here. I just want to let you know that Jesus was dying on the cross. The Bible suggests to us that how they crucify people. They bend their legs so it's hard for them to breathe. And so in order for him to breathe, he had to get up. Saying, Father, forgive them. They know now. I'm just saying all that not to make anybody feel bad about it. So we'll let you know that you ain't all that bad that you can get up for Jesus. Our, our text today, we come from uh, the gospel according to Mark, the fifth chapter. And, and before we get to where we're going to pick up, 
uh, I, I want to encourage us uh, to, to see how the, the Bible shows us two demonstrations of faith that I'm going to uh, deal with with us this morning uh, for our text today. Uh, but yet, before we get to dealing with Jairus and the woman and the issue of blood found in Mark 5, chapter, starting at, at verse uh, 21, I, I want to highlight that came beforehand. It says, um, verse five, chapter 5, verse 1, so they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of Jerusalem. And I want to highlight here that Jesus was on one side already. Uh, there was a man possessed by a demon uh, named Legion. This man was out of his mind because of the demon that the people didn't want to mess with him. And, 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 and it was here that Jesus calls him out and he sends him into the pigs. And it says some um, 2,000 pigs ran off the cliff. The people kick him out and say, you need to get up out of here. And it's funny that they should be celebrating that the man that was causing them havoc has been healed and found in his right mind when they saw him, when they heard what has happened. But instead, because they were having pigs that when ran away, they might have been fearful of the, the, the problem might come upon them from losing the pig. But here's the situation, though, that they shouldn't be having pigs anyway. They are unclean animals. God took what was unclean and made clean. But they say, get up out of here. But notice the one that was made clean followed him to the boat as he's about to leave. He said, y'all don't want none? I'm going to be gone. But he says, Master, I, I want to follow you. But notice what he tells him. He tells him, go back and tell the Coppolis city what has happened to you. Here it is that when he realized what God has done for him, he didn't want Jesus to go. He got up for Jesus. He was willing to follow Jesus. I'm going to encourage somebody today that we look into this text to realize that don't get caught up with other people are doing. Look what God is doing for you. And follow him. Don't follow the crowd. The crowd can lead you to stray. The crowd pushed him out. But one says, look, master, I want to follow. But Jesus gave him instruction. He says, no, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. Verse 20 says, so the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told. Y'all see that day that man became a preacher? All you got to do to be a preacher is just tell what God's done for you. Go ahead and proclaim the gospel. And so here it is that he left that side and comes the other side. Verse 21. Y'all with me? So Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived when he saw Jesus. He fell at his feet pleading fervently with him, my little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her, heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him and all the people followed crowding around him. Stop right there. Put a pen right there in your, in your Bible. Take notes right there. Here we go. Get up for Jesus. The synagogue leader got up for Jesus. Why? Because he had an issue in his life. Jesus was there, and the crowd was there to come to hear him teach. But this man came with a different reason. 
he had an issue that he realized that only Jesus can solve. My, my baby girl is ill, and, and Lord, I'm desperate for you to come into my house and to touch her. Y- y'all, y'all see that there? He says, I need you to come into the house and touch her. Notice that he believed that Jesus was able to heal his daughter, but he also believed that Jesus needed to be present in the house to touch her. I want to encourage us that when we get up to meet Jesus, we need to get up because we want to be in his presence. See, he got up to meet Jesus and realized that, Lord, uh, I need you to come into my house. I wish somebody was shouting right there. If you want some healing in your life, you first need to let him come into your house. Uh, Let me change it up because somebody's not catching what I'm talking about. Let me change up the word. I'm still going to use the word starting out with the H. But it said, Lord, come into my heart. Clean me from the inside out. I need a touch. I wish I had one more person in here that can testify that, Lord, if you can touch me, you can heal me, you can change me, you can renew me, you can refresh me. Lord, I am your. Here it is, Jerry Lord, if you just touch my daughter, if you just become in her presence, I know the illness that's upon her, you can heal her. And, and here, here's why uh, Jairus might be believing in this, because he's a ruler of the synagogue. In the third chapter of Mark, it says that Jesus was in the synagogue on the Sabbath, and a man with a leprous hand stretched out his hand, and, and it was healed. Uh, Jairus might have been there and said, I've seen it before. <laughs> I bet he can do it again. Anybody here that can testify that you've seen him do it before? You know that he can do it again? And and, and so notice here how he got up to meet Jesus. But when he got to Jesus, what did he do? He said he got down. Uh, Many of us, many of us, many of us, in order to get up, we need to go down. Because when we come into his presence, we should be able to bow down before him. We ought to submit to him. And so notice that he comes to Jesus and He gets up to Jesus and he meets him. He falls down before him and he pleads, he begs, he cries because he has a pain in his heart. I I, I don't know if you've been there to have so much pain in your heart that all you could do is get down on your knees and just cry out to God, wondering, can God speak into your life? I'm here to encourage you, just as we've seen with Jairus, that God can show enough hear you, and guess God can be with you. Notice what happened here. He cries out to Jesus, says, Lord, if you come with me and to my house and touch my daughter, Lord, you, you can heal her. And it said Jesus went with him. Ha <laughs> ha. I got excited reading that. Because notice how Jesus walks with him. Y'all quiet on. Jesus walks with him. I got a few more people with me. Jesus walks with him. Uh, uh, Brother Jeff, they're not, they're not feeling it. I think you're going to have to help me out. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Come on, come on now. Walk with me, Walk with me. While I'm Come on now. Who you want? 
good. I want you to grab that. Notice is that he was on a tedious journey. His daughter is dying. And he wanted who to walk with him. And Jesus walks with him. Notice that Jesus came to the other side. And the crowd was all around. Jesus was prepared to do what he normally does, teach. But now he's teaching in another way, not from a lecture. But now he's going to teach a demonstration of faith. And Jesus walks with him. Now, there's a large crowd here to, to, that got up to meet Jesus. And one came to get Jesus to come into his house to be in his presence, desperate for God to change the conditions in his house. And maybe go back to that aspect again. I want to highlight here that we need to come to Jesus. We need to get up to come to Jesus, to get down before Jesus. And, Lord, I need you to come into me. And change the condition of my heart, the condition of my house. May I be a place of healing and restoration. He was desperate for God to do something that only he could do. But notice now, on their way to the house, it says a woman shows up. Y'all see that there in the text? Verse 24, you see how it shifts. Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding around. You see how they're setting it up? There's a lot of people around Jesus. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors over the years. She has spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten not no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. My, 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 my. She had heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. Why she touched his robe? Y'all asking some good questions. Let's keep on reading. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Stop right there. We have two examples of faith demonstrated here. One, I need you to be present. And you to touch my daughter. The woman says, I need to be present, but I just need to touch your garment. Now, 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 it's not clear to us, but it's the outskirts of the garment. She's not even touching skin. She's just trying to get to the hem, to the fringes hanging down. Say, so if I can just touch that, that would be enough. Lord have mercy. Notice how both of them had their faith in Jesus. Y'all yeah, yeah, understand what it means? That the object of their faith was Jesus. And so it was their faith in Jesus that they knew was going to produce the healing. They understood it wasn't anything that they were doing, but all what Jesus would do. Y'all quiet on me. Jairus believed that Jesus, if he touched her, she should be healed. The woman believed if I touch him, I shall be able. But both understood they needed to be touched by Jesus. Anybody here want Jesus to touch you? So they both understood that we need to get up for Jesus. Now, now, notice how her getting up was for her own pain. Jairus got up for his daughter's pain, which is also his pain. But notice both of them had an issue in their life that brought them to Jesus. I want to encourage you that I, I want you to understand that other people tell you where to take your problems. But I would encourage you to always take your problems to Jesus. Tell him what's going on in your life. 
you don't need to send out a post and, and tell somebody else out there in the world that can't do anything for you. But yet you can send out a post and testify that how what Jesus has done for you. Many times in our lives, we want to tell everybody about our problems except God. But notice what God told the man that was healed of the demon. He says, don't follow me yet, but yet do what I ask you. to Go tell everybody else what has been happened in your life. I'm encouraging you as you put a hashtag, follow Jesus. Tell somebody what God has done in your life. All because you hashtag God up for Jesus. And so here it is that the woman comes. And both of them come to Jesus. Notice, I want you to catch the, the, the beautiful writing of, gospel, of Mark's gospel. First, I want to highlight to you that when Jairus came, he had to get down. I want you to point out that the woman was so messed up, all she could do was be down. Because in order to get to him, you got to go low. And so she is unclean and shamed, but yet she came out believing that Jesus can take my shame. He can remove my guilt. He can remove my shame. I'm going to encourage somebody today that don't allow other people to shame you so bad that you don't want to show your face. You need to lift up your head and say, Lord, I know I was created for your glory. I, I know I got issues in my life, but Lord, I want to bring my issues to you and allow you to clean my life. I, I want to encourage that, that, that no one should ever feel be pushed away from the house of God. That's it, but the place where you should feel welcome to know that he accepts everybody. Because not one of us in here are righteous. Not one of us have been perfect. Not one of us have lived a life without any sin. But all of us are here but by the grace of God. I, I, I see I got two people with me, but that's all right. I'm going to encourage somebody today that don't walk around with your head bowed down, but lift up your head and, and look up to the hills. So what's coming your help and all your help comes from the Lord. I, I, I understand you got problems in your life, but nothing's too big for God. Nothing's too hard for God. He can change your situation. Both of them, Jairus and the woman, believe that God, whatever my problem is, I believe you can fix it. Can I, can I encourage you, as you look at this text, notice that there wasn't any pre-testing done. What, what, what are you saying, preach? I'm saying is that how many times you go on to the doctor, they got to test to find out what's wrong with you. They're going to do a, a scan here, a scan there, draw blood here, prick you there, lift you up here, drink this, and I'll test you later. But God just shows up, and he can just take care of the situation. No, 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 no he didn't ask Jairus, how long your daughter been sick? What are the symptoms? I, I want to know, can I help her? Will I be able to serve her? Do I got everything that I need? I want to encourage you that God got everything that we need. He knows everything that we have before we even lift it up to him. All we got to do is call on the name of the Lord. The woman, she didn't even tell Jesus what her problem was. She just had faith that he could heal. The next thing you know, she touched and she was healed. Yeah, y'all see that then the text says immediately? Can somebody say immediately? She, the, she realized that her situation was fixed. And, and just as that too, Jesus immediately knew that his power was taken from him. Now, remember that Jesus is on the way. To Jairus' house for his sick daughter. But now Jesus stops 
Just think about that for a moment. Jairus is like, my daughter is ill. I'm heading you there, and you're going to stop and ask who's touching me. The disciples are looking around Jesus, too, and say, Jesus, you tripping. Uh, you see all these people around you, right? They're all touching you. You're going to ask who's touching me. Right? That, that's you like in a parade with a thousand people going to say, don't touch me. You're going to get touched. So that's why you want to put your, your wallet in your front pocket. Let me leave that alone. And so here it is. Jesus knows that someone touched him with faith. And here's the opportunity to demonstrate. Remember I said he was teaching to teach what faith looks like. The woman understood that Jesus was calling her out. And it says fear gripped her and trembling. And once again, we find someone on their knees before him. Jairus came on his knees before him to ask him to come. She falls on her knees before him to confess him what he has done to her. I said, Lord, I touched your garments so I could be healed. Notice how Jesus encourages her. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Hallelujah. Notice how he loves her. He says, daughter, child of mine, you have your faith in the only begotten son of God. Therefore, you become a child of God. Your faith has made you well. Your faith in me is what brought you to me and heals you. Then he blesses her. Peace. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Your affliction is over. He goes in peace as a, as a basically a way of dismissal of, of, of say, this is, you may go now. Everything is done. And so here it is that not only is he blessing her in peace, but when we come to God, he gives us peace. Y'all quiet on me. She had no peace before she came to Jesus. Y'all, y'all see the condition she was in. Her condition was so bad that she went broke trying to get better, but only got worse. We got to be reminded to ourselves that trying to heal ourselves in the world will only get us worse. I, I wish I had a few more witnesses here. Only Jesus can make you better. The world will make you worse. And yet now she has peace. Her faith has made her well. Jesus blesses her to leave in peace. And then Jesus confirms but she already knows. She knows it, but the crowd does not know it. So he confirms, your affliction is healed. And, and so notice that as Jesus is blessing her and he's encouraging her, showing them a group what faith looks like, they come by to say, why are you, why are you messing with the teacher? Your daughter dead. Some of y'all not with me. Verse 35. While he was still speaking to her, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. 
But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith. <laughs> he already gave a demonstration of what faith looks like. Telling Jairus, don't, don't, don't get, allow them to dissuade you what brought you to me. Y'all quiet on me. Let me, let me encourage somebody. Let me be clear what I'm trying to say here, that Jesus already knows what he's given you. Don't allow other people to distract you from what God has given you. Jairus already came in faith. Jesus already responded in faith. Yeah, 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 y'all don't see what's going on here. Let me help y'all out. Preach, preach. I'm trying. Now, here it is. Jesus is responding to his prayer. His prayer is for his daughter to be healed. Jesus is on his way to heal the daughter. Nothing has changed. It's the condition that has changed. But yet... Jesus' direction has not changed. I, I was at one more witness here in this house that understood here. That Jesus was on his way to heal the daughter. But some people didn't believe that Jesus could do anything about the situation. But Jesus says, don't be afraid. Just have faith. What do you mean just have faith? My daughter just died. Just have faith. What do you mean just, when I left you, she was alive. Just have faith. So I'm going to encourage you that there's people that's going to tell you what you should not believe in, but tell your neighbor, just have faith. <laughs> because as Jesus is telling just just have faith, he realized that he, can, he had to kick some doubters out. Yeah, y'all, y'all, don't, y'all, y'all want to encourage you that there might be some people in your life you need to kick out. I ain't lying. Because some people won't bring you down instead of lift you up. You let them, lady, let them go. The crowd laughed at him, but he made them all leave. And he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. He holding her hand. Look, look, isn't that what he asked her? For him to touch her? Y'all see that? So he touched her. Whoo! And he said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, get up. Get up for Jesus. And a girl who was 12 years old. Immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened. And then he told them, give her something to eat. I I, want to highlight again the beautiful writing of Mark. Uh, The daughter is who? how old? Twelve years. The woman's issue was for twelve years. Y'all see the symmetry here in this this text here. Both of them came before him and fell down before him. Both of them had their their prayers answered, and they were healed. Do do you understand that how both of them got up for Jesus? God lift them up higher. (laughs) And see, I want to understand that in times when it's hard, in times when it's rough, that's the time you need to get up for Jesus. They had some issues in their lives that only Jesus could answer. And when they got up for Jesus, Jesus answered their cry. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today. As Jesus says, don't be afraid any longer. Just have faith. Only believe. And notice that how Jesus will speak into your life. No, he spoke to both of them. To the woman issued blood, he spoke to her and says, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your affliction is over. To her, she told her, get up. And then he instructed the people, now feed her. 
I want to encourage you that when you get up for Jesus, Jesus will take care of the rest. You may not know how it's going to work out, but know that he's going to work it out. You may not know when it's going to come, but know it's going to come at the right time. Notice how Jairus wanted him to come and touch his daughter while she was still alive. But Jesus already had another plan in process. And notice how it was Jairus that had Jesus moving in the direction, but yet the woman, too, she was healed. What's that saying? That means this, that God is not too busy for you. No matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it seems that he can hear your despairing cry, when you get up for Jesus and place yourself in humbly before him, let him lift you up. Let his love surround you and embrace you. May you experience his awesome grace, that he cares about you, that he'll stop to see about who you are. And what's going on in your life. Aren't you glad he loves you? Aren't you glad he cares for you? So get up for Jesus. Father.